Take Lethbridge News Now on the go. Anytime, anywhere. Find The Daily with LNN on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. Or listen at lethbridgenewsnow.com. Hi, David Opinko here, and welcome to The Daily with Lethbridge News Now for September 20th, 2021. If you want to learn more about any of these stories, download the Lethbridge News Now mobile app or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. A school in Lethbridge was briefly locked down this afternoon after a gunshot was heard nearby. Around 3.15, an officer heard what was believed to be a gunshot in the area of the 2200 block of 7th Ave South. The area was immediately blocked off, and students at the Ecola Verandi School were told to hide for a short period. A 27-year-old man was quickly located and arrested without incident. Police say there's no ongoing threats in the area, and no one was hurt. 22 Albertans died from COVID since our update on Friday. AHS says that includes one person each in the MD of Tabor and Cypress County. In that time, there's been an average of over 1,500 new cases in Alberta each day and 173 per day in the South Zone. Over the last three days, 200 people in Medicine Hat contracted COVID, as did 92 in Lethbridge, 43 in the MD of Tabor, and 40 in Brooks. It's been confirmed that a Lethbridge City Council candidate has a criminal record. Bradley Whalen, who used to legally go by Bradley Sampson in Nova Scotia, was charged in four separate incidents between 2004 and 2006 in the Maritimes. Some of those charges include child luring, robbery, and fraud and theft under $5,000. He spent over three and a half years in custody. Whalen has provided a lengthy explanation for his past actions on his official campaign website. He's still listed as a city council candidate on the city's page. A landmark settlement between the Blood Tribe and the Government of Canada has been approved by local members. A total of $150 million will go towards the First Nation, with $25 million being invested in a long-term investment fund, millions more on infrastructure projects, and each Blood Tribe member will get $3,000. When the Blackfoot Treaty of 1877 was signed, Ottawa promised cattle to the Blood Tribe as a means of helping their economy, but never followed through. The Blood Tribe said that caused long-term economic damages for the community. Elections Canada says polling stations on several First Nations open late or not at all on Election Day. The agency says two polling locations in Indigenous communities in the riding of Grand Prairie Mackenzie were locked and could not be open to voters until 1 p.m. after facility staff were located. One polling station in B.C. has not opened at all at the time of this broadcast. Meanwhile, Elections Canada relocated a polling station in Brantford, Brant in Ontario after a protest by a group of First Nations leaders stopped anyone from entering. The province has launched a new website where you can access your COVID vaccination records. Albertans can use the COVID records service to print out their proof of vaccination card without creating a My Alberta Digital ID or My Health Records account. A link to the new service is on our website. Today also marks the start of the province's Restrictions Exemption Program. Businesses that implement the program will require proof of COVID vaccination or proof of a negative, privately purchased test. 
The city of Lethbridge has permanently raised the Blackfoot Confederacy flag at City Hall. It signaled the official kickoff to Reconciliation Week in Lethbridge. Reconciliation Lethbridge Advisory Committee co-chair Trina Tallow says this is a step in the right direction. So this is very inspirational as far as an Indigenous woman. I really feel that I'm proud of the city, that where we're going with this direction, and I hope that this work continues. As part of the plan, the flag will permanently be in front of Lethbridge City Hall. Ryan Parker is running for re-election as a city councillor in Lethbridge next month. If elected, this would be Parker's eighth term as councillor. He said he's focused on a variety of issues, including support for local police. And when I say support, I mean not only in finances and making sure they have the finances and the funds to do the job appropriately, but we also have to be for, there for our police morally and for morale. And also we have to advocate both to the provincial and federal government for funds and for services to help our police service to address, you know, there is a crime issue in our community. And I think it's important that we have lots of collaboration with other levels of government in combination with our police to help them achieve their goals. General voting day in the municipal election is October 18th. And now onto the federal election, just over 20% of registered voters in Lethbridge utilized advance voting. Elections Canada says an estimated 18,000 people cast early ballots, a 10% increase from 2019. 26 of Alberta's 34 ridings are also reporting a higher advance voting turnout. Federally, this was up about 18%. So those are just a few of the stories we've been covering today. To stay up to date on the latest local and regional news, head over to lethbridgenewsnow.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Listen to The Daily with LNN on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the Lethbridge News Now mobile app. And if you have a tip for the newsroom, send us a text at 403-329-6397.